Good evening, all you creatures of the night. It's that time of year again. The cool, crisp air nips at your neck, and the leaves begin to change all around you. Fall is finally here, and the glorious month of October has fallen upon us. We have 31 days to watch all of the terrifying, blood-curdling films before we finally reach All Hallows' Eve. But which films to watch? Where do I begin? This is the latest podcast episode of It Records and the return of the annual recommendation show, Halloween Horror. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. You see, Jason was my son, and today is his birthday. Good evening, all you creatures of the night, and welcome back to the It Records podcast. I am one of your hosts, really your only host on this episode, for Halloween Horror. That's right. If you are tuning in, this is not a full-length episode. This is, once again, Halloween Horror. We're giving you a movie recommendation to watch every day throughout the month of October. As we approach Halloween, maybe you are more receptive to horror movies. So that's why we are coming at you with some suggestions of movies that might pique your interest, ones you've forgotten about, some old-time favorites, and you might want to watch them as we move towards Halloween. And I'm sure we've got some avid horror fans here that have their own favorites that they want to they want to watch in October, but maybe one that we recommend might, uh, might be one you fancy, one you forgot about, and you'll want to watch. Nonetheless, these movies have never been recommended before. They are brand new, fresh takes for you to listen to. And we are running through the years. What I mean by that is we are giving a movie suggestion every day, but each suggestion is a different year throughout the month of, sorry, (laughs) take that back. Yes, we're giving a movie suggestion every day, but each day is a different year in movie history. So October 1st, we did a, a film from 1989, and then we're moving backwards. So then October 2nd was a film from 1988. October 3rd was a movie from 1987 and so on and so forth until we get to Halloween, which will be a film from 1960. Let's see if you can guess what it is. It'll be a fresh new take, a fresh new suggestion. Nonetheless, that is what we're doing. Today is October 13th. So what year are we at? We are in the middle, close to the middle of the 1970s. It is 1977. We watched the 1977 Japanese comedy horror film, House. The film stars mostly amateur actors with only some minor previous experience. So they were pretty fresh going into this movie. And I'll give you a synopsis because that's the best way to do it. But this movie is really, really surreal. It's a really surreal movie just in general, but a surreal horror movie nonetheless. So even if I tell you what the plot is, if I tell you the title, I told you the title is House. Pretty bland 
store, a pretty bland title, doesn't really give you too much. And here is the um, the synopsis. It's about uh, a couple of schoolgirls uh, traveling to one of the aunt's house. She's an alien aunt in a country home. It's seven of them in total, uh, where they come face to face with some supernatural elements as the girls one by one are devoured by the home. So this is a haunted house film. It falls into that that subgenre, but it really is all over the place. And it's more less, I mean, I'm giving less of a review and more of like, it's an experience to, to, to watch this movie because just the effects in this movie, it, you, you'll see a skeleton dancing. It looks like some animation, some stop animation uh, pictures coming to life. And it's just really different types of film techniques that kind of are thrown into this movie. I'll say the first hour or so, 45 minutes are rather slow in the pacing and you get kind of that, the, the real impact and those effects I'm talking about maybe in the latter half of the film, but it is definitely worth the experience. As I said, it's a Japanese horror uh, comedy, so it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's not meant to be taken as uh, you know, a hundred percent terror, but there are moments that will make you laugh. There are moments that are filled with gore. There are moments that will make you question what you're watching, but it is definitely, I think a, a film worth viewing at least once in your life. It is, it was one that when it came out, it was a it was a commercial success at least in Japan. But the critical reception wasn't as great, so it kind of got swept under the rug when it came out, at least for international audiences. This movie, but it wasn't until recently that the Criterion Collection actually brought it in. And, you know, that's really kept in there for movies that are considered masterpieces or really culturally culturally significant films. And it was brought into there, and it, it got a resurgence. So now it's a, a cult classic, really, and people had more of an availability to watch it and to view it and to experience this film. So with that being said, and it was a commercial success, it wasn't critically at the time successful, but on Rotten Tomatoes, it's still up there at 91%. It's 80%. I just think in 77 when it came out, people really trashed it. Maybe they, they didn't really enjoy what was the effects. They thought it was maybe subpar or I'm not really quite sure what their take on it was, but it kind of hindered it from having maybe an international success at the time that it originally came out in 77. And now I know a lot of people who have watched it or are recommending it because it's kind of getting a resurgence now that it's more accessibly available for people to, to view. But uh, house wasn't the only film that came out in, in 1977. Some other notable films that you can check out of the Hills have eyes. We did a, a full length episode on the Hills Have Eyes, uh, not that long ago, actually. That's a Wes Craven film. The Exorcist 2, The Heretic. You know, I, I recently just rewatched The Exorcist. So this is now, what, 77? So that's four years after the original Exorcist. You get The Exorcist 2 here. Uh, Suspiria. Suspiria, Dario Argento. Big, big fan of that. We've done that a full-length episode here at the podcast. Eraserhead. Uh, David, that's David Lynch. And the, the other one that I'll recommend is uh, Rabbit. Oh, I'm not recommending, but I'm just letting you know other films that came out here in, in, in 77. Rabbit is a David Cronenberg film. And we've done uh, Videodrome in 83. We did The Brood recently in 79. And I, I was saying that Rabbit and Shivers came out prior. So here's 77, Rabbit came out. And there actually was a remake. He he did not do it, but a a, a more modern take on Rabbit was made from the David Cronenberg film. But horror movies weren't the only thing going on in 77. There were other worldly events that 
you can uh, you'll hear about because you know real world events always affect the horror genre and what is being put in those films because they might affect people uh, and what they think what's the status quo any sort of taboos so what was going on in 77 one of them is the new york city blackout that lasts for 25 hours results in some looting some disorder but for 25 hours new york city went black in in 1977 started on july 13th and it wasn't until july 14th at 10 39 p.m the power was fully restored in the USA, the Atari is released. In North America, the Atari 2600, also known as the Atari Video Computer System, was first released during September news events in North America. The Atari 2600 was the first major at-home video game console to become popular. In music world, Elvis Presley passes away. The king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley, is found dead of an apparent heart attack at the age of only 42 Presley died suddenly at his mansion in Graceland in Memphis, Tennessee. Fans around the world mourned his loss. Presley began his career as a teenager in the early 50s and was soon catapulted into international stardom with his first single, Heartbreak Hotel, in 1956. And the final one to conclude, which is more of a worldly event, the Panama Canal. The U.S. returns the Panama Canal back to Panama. So 1904, the Isthmus the Smithian Canal Commission gains control of the Panama Canal Zone over which the United States exercises sovereignty. Uh, since 1904, flash forward to 77, following some negotiations, uh, they were signed, some treaties were signed, which begins the process of granting the Panamanians free control of the canal. So as long as Panama signed a treaty guaranteeing the permanent neutrality of the canal. So that was returned to the Panamanians. But that is how I will round out what was happening in the world. If you're looking to watch house, you know, it wasn't as accessible, but it's part of the criterion channel that's in the criterion collection. So you're able to watch it there. If you, if you want to purchase a copy and it might be on the streaming service, if you have that, I know actually is also in on HBO max. So if you have an HBO max subscription, you are able to watch house there as well. I'm just double checking. Yeah, it is available on prime now and Apple TV. So you're able to rent it there. A little more accessible. It's in some streaming services. So go check it out. I really recommend this one. I, I This is my first Japanese recommendation on Halloween Horror. But it is one of the more surreal ones. I think I've suggested so far. I'm trying to think back on the other ones. It, it's definitely an experience. It's a movie to experience. And I don't want to give away too much. It's hard to give away too much. But go out. Enjoy it. That is 1977. I'll be back tomorrow for October 14th, where we'll be doing a film in 1976. But until then, I'm Matt Johnson, and I'll remain in the shadows. Jason was my son, and today is his birthday.